Welcome to another episode of the Double Coma Club with your host, Nicole Ruth of the Ruth Team, the number one lending team in Colorado. So it's Tuesday morning live and we have a special announcement. We're going to talk about some of the economists or some of the economic shape. Um, but I'm really excited as much as I want to talk about what's happening with interest rates and appreciation and inflation. I want to start out with an announcement and I need to bring one of our incredible marketing team. Ashley, get over here. <laughs> so we talked to Cara last week, two weeks ago yes, about her whole buying experience. Mm-hmm. But this week I want to talk about what is it that we're bringing to the market right now? Absolutely. So May is Military Appreciation Month. So we wanted to do something very special for all current and former military members, so veterans. So for the entire month of May, if a VA buyer goes under contract or closes on a home with us, so with the Ruth team, we'll be gifting a $1,000 lender credit. So, I mean, that can cover what? Like an appraisal? It covers appraisal. It covers part of title. It could go towards so many things. How fabulous is this? And you just came to me yesterday. And I didn't even (laughs) realize it was Military Appreciation Month. I wish I did. I should have. Um, But you reminded me, and I'm so thankful that you did. Absolutely. We are so excited to bring this to the market. So So bring us all your VA buyers. Let's go, team. (laughs) And... Back to Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> and session break. <laughs> no, Ashley is amazing. And thank you so much for making that happen. She keeps me honest. Uh, it takes a village sometimes to support you, to support our clients, and give them our very best. And why not celebrate our veterans? I know it's harder to get a VA buyer under contract right now, but I was just having a conversation with a real estate agent last night, and she was talking about the fact that she put a house on the market in Aurora really cute single family home, put it on the market this past weekend and doesn't have any offers yet. So, and her showings were way down. What is going on? Are home prices slipping? Will they start to go negative? That's the conversation. We're seeing so much more about is a bubble coming? Is a recession coming? What does this mean for home prices? Home prices are slowing. Could they retreat? Are you going to lose money or is now the right time to buy? I mean, did I hit the nail on the head? How many of those questions are we having right now? So we just recorded a video about the recession that we're sending out tomorrow as our Wednesday video series. And I'm excited to do that and all the reasons why we are, why a recession is actually good for housing, right? I mean, there's so many reasons, but I'm not I'm not going to spoil the secret because that's tomorrow. So we're going to talk about what's happening today. So today, CoreLogic came out with a report showing what our March. Now, remember, CoreLogic is a national data aggregator. So they're always going to be a month behind. In DMAR, we just talked about April. CoreLogic is talking about March. So in March 2022, we saw a year-over-year increase nationwide of 20.9%. Here in the Denver market, it's 21.9%. Now we talk about median and average price growth in the DMR Market Trends Report. And we do that because that's the data that we have available to us based on home sales. But CoreLogic is taking the specific homes every time that home changes hands, um, corralling that value information and creating market appreciation data for the specific cities, the metros, 
and the and the states and of course national. So this is the 122nd month of home price increases. I was blown away by that. 122nd consecutive month of home price increases, right? That's a lot. So we've seen incredible opportunity. Now, if you remember, the Denver market is really quite healthy, right? We only saw a depreciation or a reduction in home values for years, all hovering around the housing bust. Not really before or since in a 30 year period, the 30 years that we've been tracking that number. So four times, one time was 11% decline, three times all under three. So amazing resilience. In fact, we are leading the country in our Metro's ability to recover, not only to recover, I mean, you talk about these massive home price appreciations that we're seeing in Arizona or in Utah or in California, the Denver Metro, we've actually recovered all that we've lost and then gained more than any other metro in the entire country. So we're the number one metro for recovery purposes. Really fantastic place to continue to invest in real estate and to continue to grow financial stability and wealth. The other part that was in this CoreLogic report, though, was what I want to kind of focus on today. Not the fact that we just appreciated 21.9%, which is really fabulous for anybody that owns a home or multiple homes. It's painful, and I get that, for people who are looking to purchase, especially if you're looking to purchase a first uh, home, a first-time home buyer, right? I mean, you can't save fast enough to recover from a 21% appreciation, 21.9% appreciation. So. They're expected, projected, and I want to tell you CoreLogic is historically conservative in their projection numbers. I'm actually a little surprised that this number is as high as it is, right? So historically, they have projected very low and very conservative. CoreLogic is coming out saying that we project in March per this latest report, every report, the number does shift. So per this latest report that came out this morning, they're projecting a 5.9% appreciation going forward, right? 5.9%. That's slower than the 20.9% that we just saw over last year. I really want to hang on to that for a second because it seems obvious. I mean, if I told anybody that 5.9 is less than 20.9, you'd say duh, right? Because I'd say duh, yeah. But that's not the point. The point is that that 5.9% expected appreciation going forward is slower, not negative appreciation. That's what we have to wrap our arms around because the people that are sitting on the sidelines waiting, waiting for this recession to happen, waiting for interest rates to fall, waiting for the bubble to burst or home prices to lose their value, they're sitting on the sidelines continuing to watch the train rush right past them. Now that train will go slower. Right now, it has been speeding faster than we've ever seen. It will go slower, but it's not going to stop or back up. This train is gonna to continue to move forward. Now I'm not saying to infinity. We are going to see ebbs and flows in home prices, right? That's a given, that's a given. 
But when I use the power of leverage, when I use the power of rental income, when I use the power of consistent uh, uh, appreciation, I don't care if it dips. If I buy a house today for 550000 and I put 10% down, very much like my daughter's scenario that we just did, uh, hers was 525 but if we put 10% down and it continues to increase, which it already has, and then if it slides back, so maybe it continues to increase to, to 600 to 650 to 700 to 800 and then it slides back to 700 Is she crying? No. Right now, if I bought it at 800 and it dropped to 700, I'd be crying a little bit, but I only put 10% down. So in that case, I only put $80,000 down. So I'm still ahead unless I sell at 700. As I continue to principal reduce that, uh, that mortgage through monthly mortgage payments or rental income, giving me monthly mortgage payments, and I see recovery in that appreciation. That year we dropped 11%. We recovered from that. You just have to not sell. So we're gonna continue to see this. We're seeing this across the board. The consumer price index is coming out tomorrow and we're gonna see, did we hit the top last month when we saw 8.5%? I don't know. I don't know that we did, although I can tell you that we're starting to see other price increases slowing used car uh, sale prices have started to slow not decline and not reverse but simply slow off of their height right we're also seeing freight and trucking starting to slow we're seeing home prices starting to slow may's numbers are going to be interesting as i continue to hear about slightly less showings and slightly fewer offers are we seeing a more normalized demand these higher interest rates will start to slow down demand but not so much that we lose it entirely. We simply go back to having a buyer's ability to have choices and return to some semblance of normal and Denver's normal is still a seller's market. It just is. So we're seeing these, these slow down. Now, the other side of this equation is the supply, supply versus demand, right? So we're seeing some of this demand slow. We're seeing even retail sales still positive, still strong. That's why we're not in a recession yet, but we saw it slow. We saw, we're seeing used car sale prices slow. I hope we see the CPI come off that 8.5 high. We might not. The projection is 8.1. As we see this, the other side of the equation is supply. What's going on with supply? Nationwide, we are 2 million homes short of hitting a balanced market. Here in the Denver Metro, we are 30,000 homes shy of hitting a balanced market. Now, interesting numbers. In April 2022, we saw, um, four, we saw the number of homes come on the market compared to 2019. Sorry, it was about 3,000 off. So we're still shy year over year, okay? So as I'm thinking about this, sorry, and I got distracted with myself. <laughs> it happens. As I'm thinking about comparing, so I did a comparison in this month's, if you didn't see it, we released it last week, the April Market Trends Market Update, where we compared the active inventory in 2022 to 2021, 2020, and 2019. When we do that comparison, when we start seeing year over year inventory increases, we're going to start to get to a level to where we're going to be able to meet demand. Meet demand in the way that we meet demand. 
right? We only had 7,000 homes as active inventory in April 2019, yet it felt easier. It felt like it was not so harried, right? If you remember 2019, we actually had an extremely low uh, median price growth appreciation that year. And the reason why was because we had come off of 5% interest rates at the end of 2018. Right, so that demand started to slow down, allowing for an increase in inventory. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, "Yeah, it did feel a little more balanced." Yet we only had set a little over seven thousand homes on the market in April 2019. It doesn't take us getting to thirty thousand homes on the market to be truly balanced, to feel more balanced. Right, to be in a position where buyers feel like they have more opportunity. One hundred economists were surveyed. Thirty-eight percent expect inventory to recover by the end of 2024. Interestingly, it tips over just slightly the 37% of economists that think inventory will recover by the end of 2023. So what are we waiting for? And that's just what I wanted to show why I brought the whiteboard, which has been sitting up here blank this whole time. I just wanted to show you when we start thinking about the fact that we're waiting, we're waiting for home prices to slow down, right? In the meantime, interest rates right now are still going up. Now, I project and hope that they'll go down once we hit a recession, but nobody can 100% guarantee a recession. We're devising a program, a customer satisfaction program that says that if interest rates go down and you have the opportunity to refinance, I'm gonna make sure that you're taken care of. If you purchase today, because I still think today is the best time to buy. If you purchase today, we are going to cut your costs on a refinance if rates drop within the next 24 months. By how much? Well, got to thinking that VA benefit is $1,000. So what if we throw $1,000 towards your, as a lender credit, towards your refinance if rates drop within the next 24 months, two years? How does that sound? That's the reason to get in now to continue to grab onto this appreciation. Because I threw together some numbers. So our median close price for April 2022 for the DMAR 11 county area, 624,950. We just appreciated, per core logic, 21.9%. That number had been going up. Now this is April, that was March, but we're still feeling it. But we also saw here, our month over month median price growth is slowing, right? It was down, it was down to 3.8% month over month. Can we just talk about that for a second? It was down to 3.8% month over month. Month over month, the national historic appreciation pre-COVID was 3.9%. We just appreciated what we historically appreciated as a country in one month. And that's slowing, and that's something I should be worried about. I love that. I am so thankful that these home prices are starting to slow, that people don't have to offer as much. Although, interesting statistic, the close to list was 100.7. It was crazy high because buyers, they don't know yet that this market is slowing, and they're still offering over asking, even if they're the single offer. We've got to be asking the questions how many offers do you have? If this goes up, by the 5.9% that CoreLogic expects it to, this number next year will be 661,822. Now remember, 
Nationwide, we had appreciated 20.9. Here in Denver, we had appreciated 21.9. So we were higher. So this number will probably be higher. Now, if you put 20% down at a 5.5% interest rate, I want to show you the difference in those payments. So this 624,950 with 20% down, that loan amount is 499,960. That monthly payment, the principal and interest, not the taxes and insurance portion, is 2839. 2839. This 661, putting 20% down, the principal and interest is 30. Oh, nine. So 3,006. All right. 624,950, 20% down. That's your PI payment. 661, eight, uh, 822. This is with the 5.9% appreciation per logic. That monthly payment. It is costing me more unequivocally per math. It's costing me more to wait. If this is if interest rates don't go down, right? What if interest rates go down and I get to refinance and I take you up on your $1,000 offer and so my closing costs are lower and I can get a restructured 30-year fix for even less money? If it drops, this is at 5.5%, if it drops to 4%, that payment drops 25.28. I've locked in, I've locked in the home price keeping it, building that appreciation. So instead of giving that to somebody else, I kept that money. I kept that $35,000. That's what we want to do, $37,000, right? I'm not doing exact math on that. But that went into my net wealth growth, not the seller's, but mine. And then I sustained this monthly payment for the next year, and next year, Hoping interest rates go down. Do not overexpose yourself. Do not commit to more money than you can budget on a monthly basis, hoping that this happens. Do not do that. It is not worth the stress, right? And nobody can guarantee this. But I hope it happens. I hope appreciation continues to slow. I hope interest rates see a drop based on a recession. People keep talking about how high will interest rates go. Could they hit 8, 9, 10%? The economy would have to be ridiculously strong for interest rates to go up that high. Interest rates are going up high right now because the economy had been ridiculously strong, right? We were in a revival, yet the Fed was pouring liquidity into the market, dropping interest rates to an unhealthy low. That unhealthy low is now coming back to hurt us with those low interest rates, extremely high home prices, now on top of what we probably should have seen in the kind of economic revival that we experienced a 5.5 interest rate. And that's per Mortgage News Daily nationwide average interest rate, right? That's why I'm using 5.5. Could we hit six, six and a quarter before this is done? Absolutely. Could it then drop down because we do drop into a recession and in recession when the economy slows, interest rates slow as well because the Fed pulls off the gas, starts hit tapping on the brake with all of the, the monetary policy that they're following right now, allowing interest rates to drop, allowing you to recover from these high interest rates and high home prices. Stick with it, get into home ownership, lock in that purchase price today, take that equity for yourself, don't give it to the seller, and then refinance next year. I would love to see you there. We'd love to take care of you today, and we'd love to take care of you next year. 
Well, that's where I'm going to end. This is Nicole Ruth with the Ruth Team of Fairway Mortgage. We hope to see you. We hope to serve you and strategize your financial success. Talk to you guys soon. You've been listening to the Double Comma Club. Never miss an episode. Subscribe at thedoublecommaclub.com to hear more success stories and to get free tips on how you can get on the path to becoming a millionaire through real estate at any age. Remember, visit thedoublecommaclub.com and subscribe. Thank you.